Hej allihopa, hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Say it in Swedish. A topic that we didn't cover yet is prepositions. So let's talk about prepositions today. And uh, as always, we've got Marcus and Anders to help us understand this topic. All right. Today they are talking about skiing. So let's listen into that. Har du aldrig åkt skidor förut? Jo då, såklart jag har stått på ett par skidor förut. Men inte i år. Var åkte du då då? Ähm, hos min faster. Men bodde inte hon i Sölvesborg? Det krillar väl knappast att skidbacka där? Äh, jo, det ligger en vid någon sjö med en fantastisk utsikt från berget över den. Mycket vackert. Jag har varit där med familjen flera gånger. Om du säger det så. Vad är dina stavar? Den ena gick av, så jag kör utan star. Jag har ett par extra, du kan låna mig. Nej, nej, jag freestylar. När vi åker i backen ska du få se. Då kanske vi ska se oss om efter en tom backe. Jag vet inte om jag vågar låta dig åka bland folk. Va? Vad då då? Det vore lite jobbigt om du hamnar över en massa barn eller i någon snödriva. Då måste jag gräva fram dig i snö om du hamnar under den. Det har jag knappast lust med. Med? Om du ska spexa kan du väl åka mellan träden där borta. Där ingen ser. Och nu med översättning. Let's listen to the translation. Har du aldrig åkt skidor förut? Have you never gone skiing before? Jo då. Såklart jag har stått på ett par skidor förut. Men inte i år. Oh yeah, of course. I've been on a pair of skis before. But not in år. Var åkte du då då? Where were you then? Ehm... Um. Hos min faster. Um, and my aunts. Men bodde inte hon i Sölvesborg? Det krillar väl knappast att skidbacka där. But didn't she live in Sölvesborg? It doesn't really swarm of ski slopes there, does it? Uh, jo, det ligger en vid någon sjö med en fantastisk utsikt från berget över den. Mycket vackert. Jag har varit där med familjen flera gånger. Um, yeah, there is one by some lake with a fantastic view over it from the mountain. Very beautiful. I've been there with my family several times. Om du säger det så. Var är dina stavar? If you say so. Where are your sticks? Den ena gick av, så jag kör utan stavar. One broke, so I'm going without sticks. Jag har ett par extra, du kan låna mig. I've got a couple of extra, you can borrow mine. Nej, nej, jag freestylar. När vi åker i backen, ska du få se. No, no, I'm freestyling. When we go down, you'll see. Då kanske vi ska se oss om efter en tom backe. Jag vet inte om jag vågar låta dig åka bland folk. Maybe we should look around for an empty slope then. I don't know if I dare to let you ski among people. Va? Vad då då? What? Det vore lite jobbigt om du hamnar över en massa barn eller i någon snödriva. Då måste jag gräva fram dig i snö om du hamnar under den. Det har jag knappast lust med. It would be a bit troublesome if you end up on top of a bunch of children or in some bank of snow. Then I would have to dig you out of the snow if you end up under it. I hardly feel like doing that. Meh. Hey. Om du ska spexa kan du väl åka mellan träden där borta? Där ingen ser. If you're going to show off, couldn't you go between those trees over there where no one sees you? Prepositions are a lot of fun and my favorite part of speech. 
in theory, they are supposed to tell you a bit where something is located, but sometimes they act a bit like adverbs. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> sometimes you'll see them connected to a verb to change its meaning, and every language uses them differently, which means that there is never a one-to-one -one translation, because uh, the most rudimental literal translation mostly only works in a basic way. There are simple prepositions, compounds and expressions, um, but let's not make it too complicated. Today I'm just going to go through the most important Swedish prepositions and some of the pitfalls you might stumble upon when translating. So we have på, which means on. You can stand på the table and på the chair. Something hangs på the wall and you knock på the door. But here the similarities stop being similar. <laughs> In Swedish we also go på the cinema and we are på Ikea, Ikea or some other store, a, a cafe or the mall etc. Then we have i which means in and it means that you are inside something. So you can sit in a box then you are i kartongen. I could also be in Stockholm, which means that I'm i Stockholm. Sometimes I could also be on something or nothing. <laughs> For instance, something could be i taket, on the ceiling, or you don't just hold someone's hand. You hold that person i handen. And you haven't just hurt your hand if someone held you i handen to hard <laughs> but you have hurt yourself i handen furthermore you don't sit on the couch you sit i soffan there are a lot of examples for this and you'll find those as always on our website then we have av which means a lot of things you use it when you get a present from someone when you take a picture of something or when you you're talking about books music or paintings made by someone it's also used for materials. A table can be made out of wood. In Swedish, we then say av trä. In addition, if someone had a reason to do something, he did it av that reason. He made it out of or av wickedness. <laughs> Thus, we have the expressions på grund av, due to or literally on reason of, and av misstag, by mistake. So that's why you don't say that someone jumps for joy in Swedish, you jump av lycka in Swedish. The same goes for av en slump, by chance, so we have by here as a translation. Or lida av, to suffer from, so here uh, the translation would be from. <laughs> so basically we use av when talking about the cause for something. Other important but not very complicated prepositions are över, over, under, under, med, with, utan, without, ur, out of, hos, at, like hos läkaren, at the doctors. Note that we don't use the possessive case here. Bland, among, vid. Which means at or by. It roughly means that something is close to something. So at the store 
you stand by the vegetables. You're outside a house, you're at that house, like beside it or at the door. So if something is nearby, you use vid, basically. And then we have från, which means from. That's a lot for you to digest, isn't it? But there are a bunch of things in there, and you should really check out the lesson notes for a bunch of examples. In our thirdiest beginner lesson, we'll talk about three more prepositions. För, åt, and till, which all mean to. You will learn if there are any differences, and yeah, <laughs> there are, and how to choose the right one. See you in the next episode of Say it in Swedish. Hej då and goodbye. Remember to stop by sayitinswedish.com for additional interactive material for this lesson, videos and more awesome resources for learning Swedish and become a part of the Say it in Swedish community.